welcome to Fast Forward, a variety show produced by broadcasting students at the University of Nebraska. I'm television's Devin Specht. And I'm Brock's most dated Brock Workman. You know, that's like a painted sign. You don't have to keep holding it or anything. Oh, hey, cool. <laughs> anyway, we got a great show lined up for you today. Vanessa teaches us some new words. Alan tells us a story about a fish. And Devin's going to get slapped in the face a lot. All that and more. But first, Alex and Dr. Cool are going to see how many people they can get to like their Facebook status. Welcome to Intensive Care with Dr. Cool. I'm Dr. Cool. And I'm Alex. Call me. <laughs> Alex, let's talk about how the internet and new tech can make you cool. Yes. Facebook lets you share stuff with friends. The greater number of friends you have on Facebook, the cooler you are. So, how can I get more? Basically, add everyone you've ever met and some you haven't. Okay. After that, you'll have to share every single thought you have. I'm hungry. Good! Commenting should have critical analysis like LOL or OMG. LOL. OMG. Excellent. To go viral, have a picture of yourself doing something with text under it. Or have a great show like this one. Oh, we're out of time. Bye! Stupid Facebook, why do you gotta keep changing everything all the time? Hey. Hey, what's up, man? Not much, you know, just had a bowl of Frosted Flakes for breakfast. Great. LOL, like. Why are you talking like Facebook? I have over 500 friends on Facebook. That makes me one of the coolest guys on campus. Yeah, well, if only it were that easy. But uh, I gotta go study over at the library, so I'll, I'll see you. Oh yeah, I gotta update my Facebook status. That's right. That's the library thing. Now you ready? Let's go. This is so fun. Just checked in at Love Library. You know? Oh, hey, my status just got liked. And it got liked again. And liked. Oh, awesome. They're commenting like crazy. It's blowing up. Oh, man, look at the time. I, uh, I gotta go. I got this thing. Uh, it's called Class. Oh my gosh, who is this guy liking all of my Facebook statuses? Oh well, you must think I am really funny. Devin, you're not going to believe what Alex just posted. It says here he's not a robot. I mean, that's great, Brock, but don't you have a show to do, like now? Oh, picnic baskets! <laughs> Brock's most hated's up next. Welcome everyone to episode five of the BMHs. Yes, I am now abbreviating the name of my show. I am your ever magnificent host, Brock Workman. On this week's show, I'm gonna talk about something that's a pretty deep hatred for me personally. As I've stated many times in the past, well, I'm a giant like sports and movies and just kind of general pop culture nerd. And throughout my everyday life, I make a lot of pop culture references. The thing I hate about doing all this is when people don't get them. 
they never have a clue what I'm talking about half the time, and that really angers me, because then I have to stop and explain the reference, and that diminishes the hilarity of the comment, all because they're just too stupid to get it right away. So I'm gonna do you a favor, and we're gonna look back at some of my past episodes, and I'm gonna point out the major references I'm sure flew over many of their heads. Episode two, Attack of the NFL. I talked the Chargers and Raiders being the Cubs, but both tend to choke in crunch time. It's really just sad. They've turned into the Cubs of the NFL, and that's, that's not a good compliment. Now, how many of you don't know that the Cubs haven't won a World Series since 1908? That really should be common knowledge, people. Episode three, Revenge of the Science. I mentioned taking a journey. No, but a journey through time and space. Now, does that sound familiar to you guys at all? You're moving into a land of both shadow and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. You see, y'all, that is a great show. And I'm willing to bet that most people have never seen one original episode of the Twilight Zone. And that's really kind of sad. Even when you look at the episode titles to my shows, they're pretty obvious references to Star Wars, if you didn't figure that one out. Finally, we have the sign-off to all of my shows. Take care, spike your hair. So go ahead, take care, spike your hair. Take care, spike your hair. Take care, spike your hair. Now, as I'm sure you all know by now, I'm a pretty big wrestling fan. And so I would like to present to you the Long Island IZ himself, Zack Ryder. And his awesome internet show, Z, True Long Island Story. Take care, spike your hair. Now, do you see where I get it from? So hey, that is all the time we have. Be sure to like this video, leave a comment, go back and watch all my other episodes, and take care, spike your hair. That's all, folks. So then the officer said, ma'am, why were you swerving? And she said, well, and I kept swerving back and forth, but there's a tree in the middle of the road. And then the officer said, ma'am, that was your air freshener. <laughs> Devin, that's really stereotypical of blinds, dude. Uh, I'm sorry, I had no idea. Well, it's a good thing that Michelle's talking about that in the blogger this week. Classic Durham. Hello, I'm going to talk about stereotypes. Why do they exist? Who really knows? I just think it's funny how we perceive these stereotypes. I'm going to take you through a couple of well-known ones. Enjoy. Add some tea. Let's see. Let me figure this out. That looks very logical. Oh, yes. I love reading books. I feel so awesome. Love equations and puzzles. I think I'm gonna check my grade because I did so good on that exam. What? A minus? Um, uh, a failure. Yeah, working out. I'm so awesome and manly. Look at this muscle. I think I'm gonna go for a run. Pumping iron. Yeah, check it out. Look at me go. Yeah. I'm so awesome. I look so great when I wake up. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna be late for my class. Whatever. 
Where's my drink? Shh, I guess I'll go to class. Pull my hair up real quick. Yeah, that looks good. Oh my god, it's so gorgeous. Hate my life. Whatever. Just always sad. Yeah, it's how I roll. Listen to the music. Oh yeah, rock and roll. Yeah. So great. Whatever. So there you have it. That's my perspective on stereotypes. And why we stereotype, I will never know. I guess that's all I have. Won't see you another time. This is my last show. It was a pleasure. Bye. Classic Durham. Devin, did you at least learn something from the blogger? I learned after a hard day's work, you should always take a break. More fast forward after this. Every little girl just wants to be beautiful, but the images they are shown are unrealistic. They need someone to turn to for advice and encouragement. That's why the Big Brothers Big Sister program provides a positive relationship that can better a child's life forever. Be a big brother or a big sister today and be a positive role model that every child needs. The Capital Humane Society is looking for responsible owners to adopt the many animals that they have in their shelter. If you're a responsible owner, visit our website, www.capitalhumanesociety.org. Then stop on by at 2320 Park Boulevard here in Lincoln. The Capital Humane Society teaches respect and compassion to its animals. It's time for you to make a positive difference in an animal's life. The Capital Humane Society to fulfill the promise of animals. This regional art museum produces six to eight exhibitions annually in its beautiful galleries. Frequent visitors enjoy viewing shows by contemporary artists as well as sculptures and paintings from the permanent collection. The museum and research library are free and open to the public. The Great Plains Art Museum, located at 1155 Q Street. Only 5% of people volunteer to donate blood. Last year, 4.5 million Americans were given a second chance because of blood transfusions. One unit of blood can help save as many as three people. Every two seconds, someone needs blood. One of every seven people entering a hospital needs blood. Nebraska Community Blood Bank wants you to volunteer. Go to ncbb.org for more information. Help save a life. The University Health Center, located on campus at 1500 U Street, offers a wide variety of cares and services. The Health Center offers extensive aid in the areas of dentistry, physical therapy, and psychology. Also on site is a full radiology department equipped with x-ray and EKG machines. The Health Center also offers a fully stocked pharmacy for prescription medication. The UNL Health Center is open 8 to 6 Monday through Thursday and 8 to 5 on Friday. The UNL Health Center, where the top priority is the student's health. Hey, welcome back from the break. Oh, Brock, wake up, they're here. Oh, 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 oh. Whoa, 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 no, no swearing. This is a family show. 
And to help make that point, Vanessa is going to show us how to keep the peace. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Keeping the Peace. I'm your Peace Master, Vanessa Franklin. On today's show, we're going to take a look at how the overusage of profanity can create a not very peaceful environment and see if we can take a dirty mouth and clean it up and keep the peace. Watch this. Hey guys, how are you? Whoa. Easy, dude. Not cool. Easy. We should hang out later or something. What? You can't hang out? What the? You told me you could. We're out of soup. We need to eat some soup. I can't even believe this. We're out of soup. How can we be out of Whoa, Alex, what a potty mouth you have. Where did you learn to speak like that? Well, all the cool kids say those things. I don't think they do. In fact, I think it makes people a little uncomfortable. It does? Yes, but it's okay. I'm here to help you. I'm your peace master, of course. I have a dictionary. A dictionary? What's that? It's a book that you can supplement your vocabulary with all these words. Instead of swear words, you can use, oh, snickerdoodle, or oh, fudgesicle, things like that. Oh, great. This is just what I needed. It's even pocket-sized, too. Thanks so much, peace master. You're welcome. Just another case of keeping the peace. Tune in next time, and remember, the good deeds keep the peace. Bye. Hey, did you steal Alex's dictionary? Yeah, but don't tell him about it. Hey, can you look up a word for me, though? What's up? What is a cannibal corpse? It's a hey, it's not going to be in there. Cannibal corpse is either an undead zombie that's going to eat you or an awesome band from Buffalo. Uh -huh. My Select Tracks is up next. Hello, and welcome to Select Tracks. I'm your host, Aaron Keith. Here on Select Tracks, I'll take you through my personal music library and show you one of my favorite bands. Today we take a look at the death metal band, Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse was formed in 1988 in Buffalo, New York. The band has gone through numerous changes in their lineup over the years, but currently consists of George Corpse Grinder Fisher on vocals, guitarists Pat O'Brien and Rob Barrett, bassist Alex Webster and drummer Paul Mazurkowitz. Webster and Mazurkowitz are the only remaining original members of Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse is known for their aggressive sound. To achieve this, the guitars are extremely detuned. O'Brien and Barrett utilize tremolo picking and palm muting. Mazurkowitz makes use of blast beats for the drums, and they all play at blistering speeds. To go along with their aggressive sound, Cannibal Corpse has equally aggressive lyrics. Fisher uses guttural and high-pitched screams over their music. 
The lyrical themes for Cannibal Corpse are based on horror fiction and horror films. Because of the graphic nature of their music, Cannibal Corpse hasn't had much mainstream exposure. Their music doesn't get played on the radio, and they only have 9 music videos, a surprisingly low number for a band with 12 studio albums. Cannibal Corpse's cameo appearance in Ace Ventura Pet Detective was their first exposure to many of their fans. Cannibal Corpse has been the center of controversy in the United States and several other countries, largely due to their gory lyrics and graphic album covers. However upset the legislators were with the band, their fans remain loyal. Part of that is because Cannibal Corpse makes a point to meet with all of their fans after each show. I personally have met the band three out of the four times I've seen them. For a newcomer to Cannibal Corpse, I would suggest their 1994 release, The Bleeding. With The Bleeding, Cannibal Corpse began to focus more on riff writing and song structure than pure speed. Cannibal Corpse is one of the most aggressive bands out there and may not fit in everyone's music library but they are extremely talented musicians and worth checking out. You've been watching Select Tracks. For Fast Forward, I'm Aaron Keith. Hey, did our shirt just get hijacked? Yeah, Aaron just popped up out of nowhere, man. Uh, let's go check on the security of the building. Good uh, idea. We'll be right back. More Fast Forward after this. Hi, I'm Caitlin Burke of the Husker basketball team, urging you to join me and fellow Huskers Chris Phipps and Rex Burkhead to take a Stand for Silence pledge against bullying on Friday, April 20th. As Huskers, we are very competitive, striving to be the best. Win or lose, we must do so with pride, dignity, and good sportsmanship. There should be zero tolerance for bullying in your school or organization. Be respectful of your peers, no matter their background or interest. Bullying is damaging with long-term and serious consequences. Help us defeat bullying on Friday, April 20th, standing together for seven seconds of silence and releasing a balloon in reflection of those who have been bullied. Please go to www.servenebraska.gov to sign the Anti-Bullying Pledge and make arrangements for your school to say, No, no to, to bullying and yes to respect. I did it in my bed. I did it in my car. I did it in the shower. I did it online. I did it in the classroom. We did it last night. And we've already done it four times today. Everybody's doing it. And you should too. Listen to 90.3 KRNU, UNL student-run radio station. Get Indied.
I began my recovery at the bridge at Cornusker Place. The staff, quite frankly, saved my life. They have all shown me love, something I haven't seen much before. Getting sober isn't just about me. I'm putting my family back together. The bridge at Cornusker Place allows men to safely make the journey away from their addiction. Men who pass through the bridge come out the other side as stronger men, more prepared to live a sober life. Learn how you can support these fathers, brothers, and sons by visiting www.cornuskerplace.org. Oh, hey, welcome back. In my spare time, I like to be a doctor. Dr. TV7, select I need your help. It hurts just everywhere. Well, I'm going to prescribe you with three minutes of my life as. It's on the way. Good thing. Hey, everyone. Television's Devin Specht here. And you know, what if I would have become a med student? Aw, oh, man, I could have been like a super awesome doctor and like gone to hospitals and got all the chicks like in TV. So you know what? This is my life as a medical drama. Roll it. Hello, television's doctor. <coughs> Ooh, what seems to be the problem? I've been having problems with coughing and I just can't sleep and it's mm. bad. Yes, yes. Well, I'm gonna refer you to a doctor apartment. He's one of the specialists. He's a unique personality, but you know, he'll figure it out by the end of the episode. Anyway, I've got some really important personal episode. things to attend to. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about What's it. I got some drama. Thing? Don't worry about, about huh? it. Don't, don't The patient is obviously Well, psychotic. well, Dr. TV's Devin Specht. I see you have a new patient. Although I don't know why they would choose an idiot like yourself when I'm a brilliant doctor. And you must be Dr. Apartment, the sarcastic, limpy doctor. Off to take more Vicodin. I hate you, Devin Specht. But you are one good doctor. I'm off to go brood about this. I don't know what could be wrong with the patient. We'll have to do more tests. I hate you. But you're a brilliant doctor. What? Who are you? Who let you into this hospital? What's wrong with you people? Doctor, can't you see? He has M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong disease. No, you idiot. He clearly has white coachitis. No. Maybe he has onset halitosis. What he needs is a CT scan, stat. A CT scan? Are you out of your doctor and mind, fool? He clearly needs to be in an MRI machine now. Stat! You may be a limpy doctor, but I spent seven years, and I know what's wrong with him. I know. I can Fine, do whatever you want, but when he dies, his blood is on your hands. I concur. This patient could die at any moment. He probably won't, but he could. You're a brilliant doctor, <gasps> but I love you. Who, honestly, who keeps letting these people in? All right, well, it seems you were right. And at the end of the episode too, your reputation precedes you. I hate you and you're a terrible doctor. It's true. Oh. I hate this hospital. 
You know, we joke around a lot on this show, but there's one thing you should never joke about, slapping people. Especially a doctor. Now here's more lessons you can learn. According to Kids is Next. Hi, my name is Daniel, and I am going to tell the story of Jonah. This story took place about 770 BC. God told Jonah to tell the people that they were not doing the right things, that they were sinning. But Jonah ran away instead and, and, headed, and headed for a town far away for, from Nineveh. On the ship that was taking him there, Jonah went down underneath the deck to get some rest. The captain awoke him, saying, How can you sleep? Come up and call to your God. Maybe he will notice us and stop this great storm. Then the sailors decided to have a lot. The lot fell on Jonah. Tell us, who are you? Where do you come from? And which people are you from? I am a Jerusalem, Jerusalem, and I praise the Lord God, the maker of the seas and the land. What have you done? The sailors asked. They knew that Jonah had ran away from God. What are we supposed to do to you? Throw me out into the sea, they said. But instead of that, they tried rowing back to shore. And this did not work. They cried out, Oh Lord, do not make us die because of this man's bad deeds. And they threw him into the ocean. Instantly, the storm stopped. God sent a big fish to swallow Jonah. And for the next three days, Jonah spent his time inside the belly of the big fish. After God's command, the whale vomited out Jonah onto dry land. Jonah got up and ran. This time, he ran to Nineveh. There, he preached what his God had told him to, and instantly, Nineveh's ways turned. But Jonah was angry. God asked him, do you have a reason to be angry? Jonah ignored him and found himself a spot east of the town and waited there for something to happen to the city. God made a vine grow, giving Jonah shade. Jonah was very pleased by this. But then God sent a worm and the worm ate the vine. Jonah grew very angry. Do you have any reason to be angry? God asked Jonah. Yes, I do, Jonah said. I am angry enough to die. Then God said, you did not plant this vine or help it grow, but yet you are upset with it. This city, to me, is the same. I did not build it, but yet I care about it. Bye, the end.
Oh man, Alan sure does tell some great stories, huh? Yeah, you're right, it's heartwarming right here. Oh, geez, look at the rest, it's time to go. Oh, you're right. Well, hey, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. And check out our YouTube channel, Fast Forward UNL. <laughs> All right, see you later, everybody. Hasta luego, folks. Good night, Alex. Good night, Aaron. Good night, Michelle. Good night, Devin. Good night, Vanessa. Show. Hey, you guys are still here? It's a wrap, guys. Go home. Good night, LTL.